Yo, y'all listen up. I got something to say. I'm going to speak the truth to you, but some of y'all, you took a shortcut of convenience this summer. You was like, coach ain't here. The season's weeks away. I got time. Are you kidding me? As a college athlete, you got four, maybe five years to be great or be forgotten. So are you home taking it easy? Somebody else is out there in the heat just about killing itself to make their name great. But you got time. And Thank you for joining us here for our live episode of the Athletes Table Podcast here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. We thank y'all for joining us here for our first live event, and I'm going to throw it over here to the Lebanese Stallions. Absolutely. Guys, welcome. Glad everybody could make it. Drive down, waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning to be here. You know, the whole fun stuff. But today we got... Well, maybe not for you. Uh, (laughs) We got Aaron Cooper on the end. We got Dakota McFan... Big fan. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, Savannah Banana legend right now. We got Dylan Kraft and your host, the Lebanese Stallion. So today we're going to open it up with the college football week one. There you go. Yeah, join the party. So we're, we're here with week one of college football, baby. Finally. I know. So. One thing I want to ask is, how'd y'all survive the summer without college football? I didn't. <laughs> I'm here. I'm a shell of my former self. You I need football back. <laughs> I need it really bad. <laughs> you get bored, you look at, you know, recruiting classes. Absolutely. I was, I was all right. I didn't say anything. I was all right. A little, all over the world, so you can't really. Not all over the world. Well, for the fans out there, because we've had you on a few times yeah. now, you know, so out of all your trips so far, and I know you have this today, and I think Monday is your last game or so. At home, yeah. Yeah. What, um, what has been the most exciting or the most, like, memorable trip you've had or place you've played at or people you've been around? I know it's tough, because you guys had a lot of, lot of big people. If we're just going, like, straight baseball or banana ball experience, mm-hmm. definitely um, playing in Arizona for sure. Yeah. Um, because that's baseball heaven. It's absolutely 75 all day, every, all, all the time, except for like three months out of the year. Yeah. And well, it hits 105. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it's 105. But you're able to actually like. Just be around ball all the time. I met more big leaguers in a week than than I have my entire life. I mean, Luke Jackson, who's got a three-year, $105 million deal with the Giants, is yeah. out there. Johnny Gomes was out there. George Gutierrez is out there. I was talking hitting with Dustin Pedroia in the dugout. Um, Eric Gagne came through. Um, I mean, they, they were just... So there was teams. there was there was a lot, and then every field was wonderful, and the ball yeah. absolutely flies there. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, the air is nice and crispy with the uh, weather out there yeah. all the time, so you're good. It's always really nice. Yeah. There's it's no really beach nice. feels to it, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you're excited for tonight because you're playing more MLB stars that we used to grow up watching, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got the alumni tonight at 7 o'clock. So tune in on YouTube TV on it's the free. Santa Bananas channel. Yeah. It's all free. Yeah, tune in on YouTube at 7 o'clock. He might strike out twice, but it's okay. But he might homer that third time. He might homer the third time. Yeah, but the thing is, at least I'm not hitting the ball foul. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I call me out on my own show. Well, because you don't tell me I'm going to strike out twice. Jervon, <laughs> if you're watching, stop laughing. <laughs> Why <are> you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I Javon wish you were here, bro. I've never... Yeah, dude, me too, bro. But yeah, I've never seen anybody hit more foul home runs in my life <laughs> until I played baseball with Dylan Kraft. And I mean, it, it, it got to be an impressive rate, not even really? an alarming rate, but it was just impressive. <laughs> it was every I've had at least three of them go. You couldn't call it warning track power. No, no you had fence power when you, weren't, when you were in between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, you expanded a lot, dude. You as far as Josh Hamilton is fine. This is before I found the weight room. No, you found the weight room. You just couldn't put on weight. That is very true. So, so in three sports, you couldn't keep nothing on. That's true. Damn. I blame that. Oh, man, that's two for two for me. I'm, I'm kind of salty. I might as well just leave. Y'all get the show. <laughs> <laughs> So today we're going to hit some big topics. We're going to talk about the rankings and who you are surprised about, who we're not surprised about, all that kind of fun stuff. About five or six different games. Um, There's not really a whole lot to go over. No, not, next week will be a big different story, but this week it's a handful of stuff, just a couple of things pretty much. Um, but we're going to just go ahead and start it off. Out of the whole ranking, which you guys can see, we have Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Ohio State 3, Alabama 4, LSU 5. USC 6, Penn State 7, Florida State 8, Clemson 9, and Washington 10. That's your top 10. Out of that top 10, who are you the most surprised about? We'll, we'll throw it over to Aaron Michigan first. and Ohio State. Really? Michigan, Harbaugh's not playing for two games. Three. He's not coaching for three games. Yeah. Like, and Ohio State has a better returning team than Michigan. And Michigan every year is going to go up a hill, down a hill. And then Harbaugh's going to like, all right, let's light them on fire and go again. Yeah. yeah. What's going to happen? Every year. Dakota, how about you? Uh, I will say I, I am I am pretty surprised that Michigan is that high for right now. Mm. I definitely would probably flip them in Alabama if if it were me. Yeah. Um, I definitely keep them in the top five. Um, but. I'm also very surprised, just based off of his performance last year, that USC isn't a little bit higher because the because Caleb Williams is the High best two way is the best two way quarterback in the entire country. Um, he the when you get a comparison that you're Patrick Mahomes 2.0, yeah, maybe I mean, Patrick Mahomes is in his prime right now. That's yeah. that's. That's high praises for me. That's high praises, and plus he just got a, he just got that wide receiver to just transfer from Arizona, so he's about to get a lot of targets. So that's going to even expand the offense even more. And then when you look at the plays on the run, look at the way he just scans the field, how he finds targets with ease and nothing's forced. Well, You'll end up seeing them in the top five. Oh yeah, as and long he had, as and he had Lincoln Riley there too. That yeah, Lincoln Riley, who's a quarterback guy, and he's 
proven to be a great coach already. Yeah. But I'd say everything else in that top ten is pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. I am excited to see that quarterback from Florida State, though. <laughs> well, we'll get into that one right now. We got a guy who's a hater of a Florida State quarterback here. Yeah, but not so fast here, sweetheart. I, I, have to, I have to tell you, USC does not surprise me this year at all. Um, they actually, I think they're rated too high. Um, basically, I think they're rated too high. Um, basis on that is like Caleb Williams, of course, he had the Hall of the Heisman Trophy year last year and everything. They picked up Malachi Branch, which looks incredible. He looked incredible in week, week zero. But their defense is just horrendous, um, especially for a Power 5 team. I don't understand how you can see that defense and for that being the whole team in itself and thinking that that's going to be a six-ranked team. I don't see that at all. At the minimum, nine or ten. Like, I could see them right there with Washington, but I don't see them being top six, top five-level team this year. I just – I don't. Not, that defense just looks – God, that looks so, so bad. So, I think we found our new league course. I'm sorry, Aaron, but league course over here, not so fast, yeah. sweetheart, you know, that, that whole – Stay thing. on the end. <laughs> I like my corner. <laughs> <laughs> we got more of Desmond Howard over there instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, for me, the surprise is Florida State. And that's just because, you know, they had a season last year where they, they improved. They improved for sure. But, yes, they brought back a lot of people, but they're not proven yet. They're almost like a Miami, the modern-day Miami from the last five or six years, where Miami was never proven, but they were still ranked in the top ten for the first two, three weeks. Miami had a lot of hype going into their season. Absolutely. They, well, they and, that's, and, that, and that's how Florida State is right now. And we still haven't seen them because it's week one. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll know after tonight. George, Jordan Travis, he's just shown the last couple of years. Like I, I hope, I hope they're good for the ACC sake. I hope Absolutely, they're good. Yeah, that gives that gives more than just one team now. Exactly, but it's so. just Jordan Travis. He's been so inconsistent yes. the last couple of years. He's grown a lot, and he looks a lot better as a proven passer. Yeah. But I just don't see him there. Let, that that level compared yeah. to what he's done in the last couple of years. I just I don't see it yet. Yeah. But I really hope that Florida State can come out and actually play good. This now year. let me ask you all this. Out of all the teams in the top 25, which you guys can see, Kansas State, Oregon, Utah, Notre Dame, Tennessee, Tulane, Iowa, Mississippi, Ole Miss, UNC, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Oregon State. Out of all the teams that are in the top 25, who is like your sleeper, dark horse type team this year? Anybody can start. I'll, I'll throw it to anyone this time. Go ahead, Desmond. Hard <laughs> choice because I want to go with I think Georgia will live up to one. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not really slippers. They're ranked one now. Yeah. But the thing is, you have a new quarterback. Yeah. You've had, well, I don't even know. Stetson Bennett. You have the old man for forever. Yeah. And he's been in the offense forever. And arguably the best offense in college football right now. I, don't, I think they're going to fall. They're not going to be like the top team in sense because of getting the quarterback. But, I mean, they got a lot to live up for, yeah. especially last year. I think TCU – TCU, I think, will be a big bounce back this year, just because of last year they got mugged in the championship game. Yeah. Like, I, th I think you'll see it made it look like it was all right. Mm -hmm. JV versus a high school team. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yeah, that's what it looked yeah. like last year. Hopefully, this year will be different because I want to see TCU actually. Because you know, you always want to cheer for the team that got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. To kind of have a good. Well, it'll be a good bounce back for the Big Twelve again. So that'll that'll increase stuff. Dakota, who who do you have as your like? Man, this is the team that could go all the way, but nobody really thinks about it. Utah. Really? That's something, yeah. Really? I, I can see that. Man. Yeah, because <clears throat> when you look at Utah, they 
one, they're coached very well, and two, they just find a way to win in big time games. They've Absolutely. done they've done that in years past already. Yeah. If there's somebody that I can choose as a sleeper out of everybody there, I'm definitely choosing Utah. Okay. They've have improved they've had proven quarterbacks over the last few years. Mm-hmm. They have very good skill players. Their defense is tenacious. Um and I really think that if I'm gonna have a sleeper, especially one that's even though they're ranked, they're not. I feel like they don't get a lot of the recognition that they deserve and the job that they do over there. And that might be because of conference, you know, Pac-12. Yeah, it is about it to is. be gone, you know. It is, but they are a very, very, very good football Absolutely. team. They're one of the best ones that have been, and they're a very consistent football team. Right? Mm-hmm. You can always expect them to at least be in the top twenty-five year in and year out. Yeah. Um, I mean, they already beat the SEC once this year. Yeah, so. That if they can stay on that track record and improve off of that and build off and ride off of that momentum, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can. They yeah. can come behind. I, I agree with you with that, especially with in week one. We saw them play Florida this past weekend, and they beat them with their backup quarterback. Yeah. Cam Risen still didn't even play, and Cam Risen he's a dog, dude. So he should be able to get his chance. Um, so I agree with you on Utah. Also, I think UNC is going to make a push. I mean, I know us being North Carolina guys, we're a little bit biased, but like I think UNC is going to have done a lot of work on their defensive side, which yes, really yeah. help out. And you'll yeah. you'll see that this weekend and playing think, South Carolina. I think it also helps too that Phil Longo is not there as an offensive right. player anymore. He's up in Wisconsin, and he's a great offensive coordinator. Don't get me wrong, but I think his play selection at times was iffy, especially because he's used to that Big Ten, Big Twelve atmosphere, not necessarily ACC atmosphere. So I, I can see what you're saying, UNC, and I can see Utah 100. percent and Georgia, absolutely. I mean, they had the number one recruiting class coming back anyway. And plus, they got the number one overall quarterback. In the yeah, quarterback they do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. yeah, he has. A, yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett was there forever. And but, I mean, when you got a quarterback that's got that kind of talent with that kind of run game with that kind of line, and then on the flip side, you got a defense that can just stop people from absolutely. scoring. Right. Yeah. It's just going to make it easier yeah. to just make two reads and they're down the field. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's kind of what I've been looking at too for my. My sleeper team, I don't think they'll win it all, but I think they could make a push into the Big Ten championship game and into the uh, bowl game or the playoffs this year, and that's Wisconsin. You know, new head coach, Luke Fickle, proven to do it at Cincinnati. New offensive coordinator under Phil Longo, proven, proven, proven at uh, every school they've been to. Mm-hmm. So I think that you can see that pedigree <laughs> underneath them. You know, Urban Meyer is the um, teacher for Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle's running that offense just like he was anywhere else. So I think that could be a sleeper. I don't know, you know, necessarily player-wise yeah. this year because it's still early in the um, tenure there. So he might, next year might be the time, but there could be a little bit of push into the, at least the top 10 for them. Oh, yeah. Um, but now we're gonna go into uh, game picks. So we, we kind of discussed this a little bit earlier. We have uh, a big one for at least three of us here, ECU versus Michigan. You know, we got that App State 2007 feel again here. At least down east, we have, that, we have that little uh, feel down here. So Pirates by 90. <laughs> Let's go. Go hit your merch, Pirates by 90. We got tons of stuff. T-shirts, sweatshirts, polos, everything. You name it, we got it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start out with our guest picker of the week, Dakota. Who do you got? ECU, Michigan. I got the Wolverines. Hair. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point spread for you? What's the what's the score wise? 
things to be close, big part, you know, because they don't have forty-five uh, points. Forty-five points. Hey, I think if ECU scores twenty points, I'll be happy with this game. Yeah, that'd be Honestly, that's, that's me. That, that that's me. Like giving that too. Yeah, that, like, that's being generous. I, I know. Sport. I mean, ECU's <laughs> got a brand new offense this year. It's it's going to be a whole different story. They've already revamped their secondary as well. That was a really big thing that they had to fix last season. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a. I Michigan's going to win. I hate <laughs> I, I hate to say it. Yeah, it burns a hole in my heart. Yeah, I know y'all are going to say some shit about it. But I know. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I don't want to win. I don't want to win either. <laughs> Ideally, I mean, it's being realistic. Yeah. I mean, Michigan's going to win this ball game. Um, if ECU puts up 20, 21 points, I'm honestly going to be very happy with that. And I think the American has got to actually see that as for what it is. That ECU has done a lot of homework. They fixed up a lot of their offense and their defense mm -hmm. a lot. So and it helps having Mike Hughes as a head coach with experience winning big games. Well, it, he's already, he's, he's, he started to get get into his yeah. campaign where yeah. he's getting more and more of his guys that he's recruiting. It's yeah. his it's his routine that he's embedding into these kids. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Michigan. I'm gonna say probably I, I'm gonna give it 48 to 25. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit, a little bit more honest. generous, a little bit more, a little bit more there. I think Mason's gonna come out and show a lot of people that he's yeah. actually a, a very, very. Solid I mean, Garcia is a great quarterback. I mean, we haven't seen him play many games because uh, Paul Ehlers was there for so long. Yeah. So you know, six years. So kind of, kind of takes the place. Yeah, he's an old man. But who do you, who you got? Uh, I really don't want to, but Michigan's going <laughs> And I, I don't know, their defense this year, I don't know any really big-name players on the team like they had in like the last few years where they had like two guys that were absolutely dominant. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Michigan's going to do what Michigan does where it's run the ball. With Blake Corbin. Non-stop. Yeah. Yeah. Their quarterback, like Harbaugh has every year, could not be good. Same quarterback as last year. Uh, Lord Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly season throwing the ball, and then Michigan's going to get to the playoffs, and it's going to kaput like usual. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's your score for the game? Uh, Let's see. Harbaugh's not there. They want to prove a point. Let's go like 48 to 20. Okay. So everybody's relatively in the same. I mean, Michigan most likely will win, but I guess I'm more of an op optimistic person. Yeah. And I'm kind of really rooting. I hate Michigan, Ohio State fan, so I hate the team up north with a passion. I think everybody hates so Michigan. I'm, I'm going like ECU, thing. but I'm going to keep it close. I'm going to keep it a lot closer than you guys think. I'm going to keep it 27 24. Oh, jeez. If win. Michigan like, loses this game, you bad. will hear me tonight. They will. Hey, you keep saying I'm going to Michigan now. I will be wild. If they lose that game, Harbaugh's out. It's oh. not even, it's <laughs> not even, comes back. It's not, even, it's not even that Harbaugh's out. They will never recover. For the next twenty years, I'm okay with that. It's not. I'm not gonna be upset about it. I'm just saying Like they will never recover. They will never recover from that one. But you know, that's the that's the thing. Teams schedule other teams like this. You know, going and choosing a power six school or choosing a smaller um, mid level school, and they don't expect something, and then all of a sudden they get smacked in the mouth. That's true. So, you know, you just never know. You never know. And Michigan, not having those that coach there at the time, not having these players there 10, 15 years ago, you might see history repeat itself. Because if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it. So just remember that. Um, Words of wisdom. Absolutely. So, okay, we're going to a later game tonight. 
We're looking at UNC in South Carolina. Playing in Charlotte, you know, two hours neutral, from neutral, neutral site, neutral site yeah, in, in Panther Stadium. So we're looking at a um, pretty evenly matched, you know, defense-offensive scheme for both teams. You know, both are really good offensively. Both defense are kind of eh, mediocre. As of last season, we don't know about this season yet. But um, we're going to go throw it to Aaron. Who do you have this game? And it's going to be a very close game. I mean, like you said, defenses are – UNC's defense has been improved. South Carolina, I don't know how they do it, but every year their defense is, like, rather top-notch. It's mm-hmm. always – their offense always has spurts where, like, wow, it's really good. The defense is always good, which that's kind of what ACC always brings, really good defense. Mm-hmm. I have it being a 28-25 UNC winning. Okay. It's gonna be a that'll be a fun game. It's gonna be a blood that's a, it's game. exciting. Game. You said twenty eight, twenty five. Yeah, it's gonna be a blood game. All right, Dakota. The, the, that game <laughs> is really, really interesting for me. I mean, you got Drake Mays coming back, who's if I'm not mistaken, was ACC Player of the Year, ACC yeah. Rookie of the Year, some Rookie of the Year, yeah, whatever it was, and then. Spencer Rattler revamped his whole game at the end of last year, and then the last six, seven games just yeah. I mean, you would have thought he was a first-round draft pick yeah. with the way that he played. Yeah. You don't think I he mean, was the Oklahoma kid that we had a couple years ago? No. <laughs> I, mean, when, I mean, Tennessee marched in there, and he threw six touchdowns yeah. against Tennessee. I mean, he had – Stayed was, with him the whole time. And it was unbelievable. Yeah. And um, I just – that it's going to be a grudge match. Mm-hmm. But I will – I think UNC makes one more play, and I got them 28 27. Oh, wow, everybody's really close with it so far. All right, Dylan. All right. Not so fast. So, I don't think that UNC, I like them, and I know I was the one that said that they were going to be going up. Not so fast! Not so fast! <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. South Carolina, their offense last year, if they're anything what their offense looked like last year, I don't think UNC can keep up. I think I think UNC makes a lot of plays, but I think down in crunch time, I think South Carolina is just going to have. They have the more experience. I think they've got a little bit more of the experience. Spencer Rattler, as much as I've been up and down about the kid, and I really didn't like him when he was at Oklahoma. I'll be honest with I liked you. Liked him there. I, I did not. I didn't like him at all. But he's matured a lot. His game has improved significantly since he's came to South Carolina, and I think. If the Spencer Rattler comes out that we know that he can play, mm-hmm. I think he's going to go out there and throw 400 on UNC. Mm-hmm. I just I think that UN, that UNC defense has got so much to work on, mm-hmm. and I think it being like a new got new guys, new coaches coming in, and everything else, I think it's going to take maybe a game or two for them to really mm-hmm. mesh together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go South Carolina. I think it's going to be a one point ball game. I'm going to go 28-27. Okay. So we got two of that score with two different teams winning. Um, you know, going up a Carolina fan, so I'm gonna say UNC. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. All right, stay over there. We're gonna get to your game in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, you know, this is one of the first times I've ever heard a coach say, "I think we have talent to win the ACC," and not as a, "Oh yeah, we're just here, we're in it to win it" type deal. Like you know. Just saying it, not necessarily actually having words to stand behind it. Um, they did change offensive coordinators, so I think that's going to help out too because last year at the end of the season, you saw Drake May. He would only clap once, the ball was hiked. He never mm-hmm. did the fake clap. He never did double claps, nothing. He didn't change his game never, at all. Yeah, it was yeah, always the same, so it was easy to read. So I think that was worked on a lot this year. I think the defense, you're going to see a different team. You had guys transfer out. We had guys transfer in, and you had uh, 
think it was the top five or top six recruiting class in the country on the defensive side of the ball specifically. Um, so I think you'll see a little bit of a difference, but I'm gonna go a little bit higher scoring than you guys, because I think you're not really gonna see a huge defensive spot in this. It's gonna be a shootout, who makes one stop, that's it. Yeah. I'm gonna go really high. I'm gonna go 45-38. Shoot. So. Because it's been reasonable. Well, and it's in, reasonable. In, 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 the past, past, in the past, it's been 38, 37, 38, 35, 42, 35. You know, it's all, and it's even been 42, 40. But I also feel so, like since it's the beginning of the year, like, I mean, juices are, juices well, are higher. Yeah. They're up. Yeah. I mean, adrenaline's pumping through veins. I mean, I, it's just, it's been high in years past. But I don't remember them opening up against each other for a very long time yeah, until this year. These past couple of years when Mac Brown came into school and everything like that, it's been more of like a battle of the Carolinas type deal. You know, yeah. You know? So, like, I just – that's what – like, I, I feel like it's – it's not, it's not going to go higher than your predicted score. It's not going to go lower. Well, no, I, I don't think it's going to be like, anything lower than – somewhere in, right, in yeah. between there. I don't think it's going to go anything lower than 28. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the lowest score, I feel, is 28. Um, but we're going to go to another game here. Uh, this is a game that's been, been played for, man, 50, 60 years. Uh, maybe even longer than that. Indiana and Ohio State. We know it's a little bit of a – it's the first Big Ten, like, Big Ten matchup against two teams. Um, you know, it's not a cupcake game for either team, but it's not a hard game for either team. Uh, well, hard game for one team, maybe not for the other. But so we have, we have that. We'll go ahead and start with you, Dylan. Yeah, so Ryan Day just came out the other day to say that Kyle McCord is going to be taking the starting job. I think that's a smart move by him. Um, as much as I like Devin Brown, how much he's shown in the battle they put up through spring uh, spring practice and everything, he uh, I just think he's like right underneath McCord. And McCord's got a little bit more experience as well. So I think that was a good – Well, true freshman. True freshman. True freshman. Exactly. Big difference. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit. A little bit. But – um, yeah, I don't think that Ohio State's going to have an issue with this ball game. Yeah. I think Indiana will put up a fight in the first half, but I think in the second half he's just going to he's going to roll. The towel's going to take the towel's going to take yeah. over. The yeah, I think all that's going to come into effect, and I'm going to put Ohio State up. Let's go 42 to 17. Oh, you are precious this this game. Um, go ahead, Dakota. <laughs> I'm not in the same boat about that one. Uh, I mean, that talent's just gonna. I mean, that talent's just gonna end up outplaying, especially towards the second half. I feel like they're just gonna run away with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, Indiana, they'll 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 show you they'll show you the grit. And, yeah, you know, yeah. They'll show you the fight. Yeah. But I mean, there's just you can be a really good team. And just you got one team that's just that much better. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is the situation with this right here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go 45 17. Okay. Damn, two same score, man. All right, Aaron. I really don't want Ohio State to win. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana. So depressing right now. Like, like, imagine like a, like a really like normal high person. You have like a really small guy just poking him with a stick. <laughs> that's, that's what's gonna yeah. It's going to be like 56 to 20. Okay. It's going to be a blowout. And I think, especially with Ohio State, Ohio State almost every year has a, all right, guys, we're just going to throw the ball around. Let's be able to run the ball. I don't care how fast and how quick we do it, but we're going to score as much as we can. The wide receiver. That's the goal. Now. 
That, that's officially what they've been yeah, called. I mean, they got, what's his name? I mean, they got Marvin like, Harrison Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. is dollars. Straight dollars. He's probably going to go for like 180 yards in the first half, like Devontae Smith did. And then Devin Brown come in and take over for that. I think Devin will be out of bounds. Oh, absolutely. I think you'll see all three quarterbacks coming in. It's going to be a blood. But this is also a really important startup for the season for Ryan Day. Because I think Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh, this is like contract years. I mean, they're. I will go ahead and give you my take, I guess, on it. You know, growing up a Buckeye as well. Um, Ohio State. What? Well, no. Yeah. You got family who goes to different schools. Like my dad went to five different schools, so you know you follow along with everybody. This guy, the best ones. The <laughs> no, 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 that was the only good school he went to. Everything else was like Marshall, West Virginia State, like a bunch of tiny little schools, right? So, um, but no, I, I think Indiana hasn't beaten Ohio State in twenty-eight years. Yeah, let's just put it that way. They haven't scored more than seven points a game against Ohio State in the last 20 years. Well, that's going to change today. I I have it 56-7. That's me personally. Okay. Um, So that's where we're going. But now we're going to hit some two nightcap games, a Sunday and a Monday game. These games I'm excited. These games are going to be good. Which one do I want to go with first is the question. Uh, yeah, we'll do Duke and Clemson, Monday night, 7 o'clock. Be yeah. there or be square, Wallace Wade Stadium. Go ahead, Dakota. Uh, Clemson coming out on top of that one. Um, the job Dabo Sweeney's done over there can't be ignored. Um, and they're already starting off as number nine in the country this year. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so nine or eight, something like that. They're in the top ten. Duke has done a lot better. Mm-hmm. Over recent years, but I feel like it's Duke's almost right there to be in a, a good football program, and Clemson's already right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be a huge blowout. However, it is you'll see flashes of it being a really good game, and then flashes of it being like, all right, Clemson's really good, and Duke is almost there, yeah. and then really, and then good game, and then the same. It, it's going to follow that pattern. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I want to say I'll go 3817. It's not bad. It's a good it's not bad. Too. Big, big, big one. Yeah. yeah. I like that. We'll go Aaron next. I really want Clemson to lose, so I'm going to go against Clemson because, nah, it's Clemson. I don't like Clemson. Don't let him lie to you. He's a Duke fan. Don't let him lie to you. Nah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a Duke fan, but I mean, the, the problem I have with Clemson every year, which is a consistent thing for Clemson, sure, they have a good defense. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, but offensively, they can't find a damn quarterback. Since DJ Wolverine. They've yeah. literally <laughs> just had, all right, let's put him in. Wow, you suck. Yeah. All right, let's keep playing. We'll, find, we'll do better someday, right? Yeah. No. Like, Dabo yeah. cannot find a quarterback after Deshaun Watson. It's just. No, Trevor Lawrence. I was about to say, Trevor Lawrence did great. He yeah. was pretty Absolutely. solid. Sean Watson, but I mean, after them, I can't really name the other yeah. few. I mean, DJ Wongle, yes, he's a transfer. He's out of there. He's at Oregon State. Yeah, but because was, of that, Oregon State's so ranked 19th in the country. Like, he, he played so bad for the Tigers. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, they, and their average season was a, either 8-4, and 9-3 and three with him as the starting quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a new quarterback coming in for them, so we'll kind of take a, take a peek and see what's going on with them. So um, number-wise, though, I'll go... I think it's going to be close. I think Duke will win. Duke, Duke's just got to get to the grind mindset and just beat them up. But I think it's going to be like 28-25. Duke okay. on top. 
Okay. Alright, Dylan. Well, I, I'm excited to see Clemson this year. Finally, we got DJ Oogie Woogie out of there, and we just—he he, just—he <laughs> does I'm not to use the sound for No, he's where he needs to be at Oregon State, um, and they're going to be out of top 25 here in the next two weeks anyway. So we really don't have to worry about them. Uh, Clemson. <laughs> you being nice, I said first week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Clemson, man, I'm excited to see Cade come in there. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what he can do. I think yeah. Dabo's got very excited for him and Will Shipley. He showed flashes last year. He did, he did. He did. And I think their their defense is fine. They, they rebound that defense, and they're you ain't, you ain't got to worry about Clemson defense this year. Um, their offensive-wise, it's really the big question mark going into it, especially the quarterback and everything else. But I think Cade's going to go in there and at least be able to run the show. I think it's going to be kind of more like a A.J. McCarron type deal where it's like yeah. more of a – Simulation. More of a general, yeah. kind of put put things in place and let your offense work, yeah, and that's, I, that's all he really has to do. I mean, he's got one of the best running backs in the nation. Will Shipley is disgusting. He has some of the top receivers, and the, the receivers, their tight ends, great. Yeah. Their offensive line is they got gigantic. Size on the outside. That's, that's a scary. Thing. I know that's very. They scary. arguably have a top five. When I say this, not a top five offense, but the top five six. Best skill players. The receiving core. Yeah. Receiving and running back. Yeah. yeah. Out of everybody in the country. Out of the top five skill guys. Yeah. yeah. And the only thing is, is just how is it going to be in the trenches? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can they block for him? Right. They can block for him and, and if he's let, got your, time, player, and yeah. let your playmakers yeah. be playmakers, then you'd be solid. Yeah. You're, they're going to be very good. So yeah. I, I've got Clemson winning. I'm going to say. They're gonna put up probably about forty-five points to Duke's ten. Wow. I don't think. So I don't think Duke's. Gonna, yeah, I don't think uh, Duke's gonna put up very much. Yeah. I like Duke, and the thing is too is they just got a brand new head coach. coach yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. a big Cutcliffe, thing. He finally retired and everything. Well, retired, fired. We don't know. We're not retired. We're not retired. man. You did a great. You did a great job between the pro and. I was gonna say he did. He did great with Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. He was there with them at Ole Miss, there in Tennessee. He's a great coach. Yeah, he did Daniel, got coach. Daniel Jones to the NFL. You know, he did some good. He got some good in there. Yeah. I'm not saying he's he's the greatest coach or the best coach, but he did it's get a fantastic people to the next. Coach. Yeah, he got yeah. people to the next level. That was a big thing for him. Um, Which I, is at the end goal for a lot of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, if you can push that person to the next level, it shows that you can teach them. The player is teachable, and then the player can adapt to new things. Players are teachable. They're coachable, that too, yeah. and they're able, and they're able to handle what's thrown at them. Yeah, know, yeah. For those, for those first couple months. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. So we're um, we're we're uh, going Clemson, and I'm going a little bit more like his 45-10, but I'm going to go 48-10. I, I just I, I don't see Duke. Well, I had 48 from the day before, but <laughs> <laughs> the 10, I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to go 7 or 10 for Duke. I was being a little nice, but I think Duke's going to keep it close in the first, you know, quarter and a half or so. After mm -hmm. that, you're going to see Clemson kind of like, things are going to click with them and they're just going right. to fly off. Yeah. yeah. I um, agree. But, all right, these are the two games I want to get to. These are the two most exciting games, I think, this season, or this first week. Um, we're first going to go with this one. Colorado. TCU, 
primetime game, primetime coach. Dallas-Fort Worth. Dallas-Fort Worth. New transfers, new team, completely for the We Colorado don't know Bulls. what's going on. We got. I don't know what to do with my We hands. got two guys with Colorado who don't like Coach Prime as much. Oh, okay. We got a Prime fanatic here in the middle. <laughs> Sandwiched in between, so you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> the way he wants it. <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and call it and fight. <laughs> All right. We'll go ahead and start with one of you two who aren't 100% on sold on Prime this year. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a good coach. He was a hell of an athlete. But you got a brand new team, and you're playing TCU, whose only question at the moment is the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And TCU has had a lot of good luck with just talent in general. Yeah. And TCU lost last year. Like, they got bullied by Georgia. This might be a – Put up or shut up season for a lot of the players that got absolutely killed in their championship game where they got blown out. Mm -hmm. I mean, Colorado, they're going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but probably next year. Because, I mean, Dion recruited as best he can. Even you got Travis Hunter, who's an absolute dog to transfer with his son. So yeah. They'll, they'll be Team good. Travis Hunter's disgusting, man. They'll be good, but that's one of the best talents in the nation right TCU's now. TCU's gonna beat beat them up. So so that's a total club game to me on Fox. I'm so. gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty big news for them. I think I'm gonna go TCU um, 45 to Colorado 28. Okay, okay. I think it'll be relatively close, but I think TCU's gonna end up. All right, let's go prime time here. Prime time guy. <laughs> So, my big thing to to Prime is <clears throat> he went from so we we already went over the fact that Deion Sanders is one of the best athletes to have walked the face of this earth. Yeah. Um, to a player, to sport player, to well, everything player. <laughs> here's the thing: so the guy was in high school. And was an all-state basketball player, all-state mm -hmm. high jumper. Mm -hmm. Guy, guy goes to college and shuts down the whole side of the field. Yep. He didn't even throw to that side. <laughs> he get pissed <laughs> during games. He, you can see him visibly getting pissed. Yeah, like, and, then, and then not only that, but then and then obviously you see he gets to the NFL. Mm -hmm. He plays in he plays in the MLB, mm -hmm. and just the fact that he was able to. Performing two sports and also affect all sides of the field on the football field. The, he's prancing around on special teams, <laughs> daring the kid to kick him the football <laughs> just so he can run it back. And um, what really sold me on Prime is again one you don't see you don't see athletes like Dion. You just really don't. That shut down the whole side of the field. Arguably the greatest corner to ever play in the NFL. Um, was solid on the diamond. Yeah. You saw flashes of where he, where he was good. Um, but athletes like that don't coach. Typically they can't. The reason being is because they, they, they got so used to seeing people that get paid millions of dollars mess up the same plays that people have been running forever. It's like these guys, it's you're like you're a seven year pro. This can't happen. Yeah. Like and normally the patients, they don't have the patience to deal with that. Exactly. They don't. And it's and it, and it's nothing against them. It's just 
It's like sometimes once you're done with it, you're done with it, yes. which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And when you when when he first took that job at Jackson State, there's not been a time where he hasn't been quote unquote criticized. Yeah. Just because I mean, you know the Game the, the showboating the showboating and all this that and the third. Yeah. But when when you hear him in the interview, he said all that was pretty much an act of what my character was when I was an athlete. That wasn't who I was. And then um, talking with, and then I've talked to people whose relatives have actually played with Prime in the NFL and said that he was the best team they've ever had. So when you get a guy like that that says it's, I'm not trying to get everybody to the NFL, I just want to teach young men, that sells me. That sells me entirely because one, athletes of that caliber with that resume don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then two, it's not the fact that he's trying to get guys in the NFL. Yeah. He's trying to have young men be be good young yeah. men mm-hmm. after playing in his program. So I think since you know he gets the, he goes to Jackson State, does a phenomenal job there, gets an opportunity to coach at a power five, which I mean it's almost kind of stupid not to take that job. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, it's not like guys – and there's guys that have probably been offered that but still love the situation that they're in. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with either decision being made, which – got to do what's right for you. Right? you got to do what's right for you because at the end of the day, and being an athlete, I hear this all the time, it's your career, you do it how you want to see fit. Right. And nobody can tell you how you do your own career. Yeah. They can and you're give you guidance. that in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's a big thing, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like, they can give you guidance and give you help, but at the end of the day, it is your decision, it is your career. There is nothing else you can do with it. Absolutely. It is all, this is, this is really, it's all on you. Yeah. So, um, he takes the Power Five job. Obviously, guys are going to go with him. He left Jackson State in great hands yeah. because they looked great when they opened up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, Obviously, he's they got an absolutely tremendous transfer class to go into Colorado. I, a lot of all, say, eight, all eighty-six players. But I think you'll. I think I feel like you're going to see a flash of of good things to come this weekend. Do I? Do I think it's going to be? A win, it could possibly be, but I don't know if it will. But I will say you will see a flash of how good they can be because the further they get into the season, yeah. the better that they're just going to be. It's more like this is the pilot episode for the rest of their four years. He's like, these players are there. They're going to do this right here. Exactly. Yeah, I believe of course, you're going to have – and then also, I mean, when you have access – to more things like more staff, more training facilities, training <laughs> facilities, and then you just get the right group of guys. Those guys are gonna, those guys are gonna end up doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the one thing that he's good at is he's good at getting guys to buy in. He did that at Jackson State. That's why they were in a championship for two. He did that on the high school team. He did that on the high school team that he coached. He said because especially when um, I was listening to Undisputed one day, and Shannon said that when he talked to Prime, he said his thing is that he wanted to coach the rest of his career. Yeah. yeah. He's so, there. 
He's there. He's there. He's at, as of right now, for the time being, he's at the highest level that he can coach at. And I feel like those guys are just going to do this as they keep meshing all year. And you'll see, <clears throat> I said at the beginning of the season, you heard me say it. Mm-hmm. I had him going 8 and 4. Okay. I think that's, I think I think that's a decent record. That's reason. I think that's a decent record for what. Yeah. what I had them have them going 8 and 4. Yeah. Just because, I mean, they're going to hit rough patches early. Yeah. That's where they're probably going to take most of their hits. Yeah. But then as you get yeah. late in the season yeah. and you start to see them buy in together, and especially to your point, Travis Hunter, mm-hmm. probably the best two way player in the country. Yeah. Guy is a shut down corner, turns around with well, a receiver and scores touchdowns. I mean, that's what uh, Prime was saying. He's like <coughs> him, just yeah. 2.0. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the scary thing. Yeah, yeah, Prime, like I remember Prime saying that this, he is a better work, has a better work ethic than I had at his age. Yeah. I think Which is yeah, you're terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. yeah, because he's young. Because because <laughs> even Prime had the work ethic back then, yeah. so you can only imagine what. And he's not afraid to hit. Yeah, I know. Dion didn't so, like hitting. Travis likes to hit. It's also even though Dion didn't like hitting, there wasn't enough throws to that. <laughs> I mean, we never know. <laughs> it's almost like the kind of now his son, the safety, loves to hit. Oh, yeah. When he comes downhill, yeah, he's he looking for things so, over the middle. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have Colorado winning today? I don't have them winning today. Wow. I do have them close. Okay. I do have because this is where I think they're going to shock and show that they they are going they to be here. Like that. I have them thirty five, thirty two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty close. All right. First okay. half they're going to have miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Second half it's going to come down to one play. How about you, Mr. Not so fast. I'm being nice. Keep keep your day job. Keep your day job. You're a smart man, but keep your day job. Um, I have TCU winning today. Uh, Colorado, they they just they're going to have to work out a lot of their games. They're the whole like literal brand new team. They went one and eleven last year. Dion's like, I don't want any of that. I don't want it all (laughs) done. We we're not doing that. I could. His quota. I could. I'm coming up bringing luggage with me. I'm head out. Like, that's basically what happened. Yeah. But, yeah, Colorado, they're going to have a lot of work ahead of them. I think they have a good ball club. I think they've got a ton of talent. I think Prime knows what he's doing. Um, it's gonna take a couple years for him to get. Like, I don't even think it's gonna take a whole. You know, year. to get his players, all his players. I give him half a season. They're gonna be running all cylinders. Uh, and oh, all yeah. honestly, with the talent that they have yeah. and the way these kids buy in under him, and like they listen to him, buy in yeah. what he's saying. I think it's only gonna take half a season for them to really get. Clicking. His son is also developing into a better quarterback. Oh, by he, far. he has now. He's, by got, far. he's got a lot of work to do. That's but he he has he has made. A ton of strides to being a very, very good quarterback. And you some people you can see on. the change from Jackson yeah. State to when he uh, showed up in practice this summer. He did, yeah. You can see the changes in how he was doing and, and that's even also, protecting himself in the pocket more. Yeah. And that's also like being around yeah. the right people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's got the right like they have the right coaching staff around. Yeah. Because you know, because you know who's also um, one of their coordinators is Mike Zimmer. Yeah. Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer was very good. He had Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins 
It was great until they hit the red zone. But shirtless Kurt Thuggins. Put some respect on this. Disrespectful. You got Mike Zimmer there. They got they got a whole bunch of staff that have either coached or have played in the NFL and they want to coach there. They got they got the right staff around there too. So I mean. They, but like I, I, I'm in agreement. That's why I'm agreeing with you here. Is like it's gonna get to that halfway point, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be like, oh god, here they go. Now week two, I think Colorado's definitely got the upper hand against Nebraska. Nebraska looks like shit. <laughs> they look horrible, and Matt Rule should be ashamed of himself. And they well, just, Matt Rule should be ashamed of themselves when he left Baylor. Well, <laughs> I mean, that did he good. leave or did he was he forced to leave for some reason? There, there was a, <laughs> there, there, you know, was, there was a movie where Sean Payton went back and coached the Little League team, the yeah. Little League football team, and all During that. that summer. Matt Rule should go back and do that, and he'd still lose. <laughs> like he would not be a part of this. Oh so I've got I've got Colorado winning week two, hundred uh, percent. Week one, I just. I think TCU has got something to prove this year. Yeah. Um, they lost Max Duggan, but you got to remember Chandler Morris started yes. over Max Duggan last year before he got hurt in the season. That was game one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're saying that he looked even better than Max Duggan. Than he, he looks really good. Max he Duggan, does. Max Duggan just had had what you couldn't he teach. Well, yeah. He also had that chip. When yeah, you have that, when you have bite and grit and you just have and it's just I'm it, not it was, one to it was lose. Almost a like I mean, even though they got yeah, it really yeah. was like it, like you saw him last year. I mean, the guy was completely gassed and found his way into the right. end zone to help yeah. seal the deal. Yeah, and then like I think, and then as well as yeah, as much as they have a point to prove, sometimes that can not. And go from experience, yeah. sometimes, sometimes it, if you try too hard, put too much pressure on yourself. When you and then you're going to make mistakes to a team that mm-hmm. are, yeah, they're working out kinks, but one play can change a game. Yeah. It can absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I I think TCU is going to it's going to handle the business. It's going to come down to one play, yeah. but it's just when you go into this game, yes, it's like you want to have something to prove. But just, they just got to make sure they don't get so caught up in yeah. having something to prove and not forgetting to just go and play football. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. what's, your, what's your score for this game? I think it's going to be a close game too. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game um, because I just Colorado's offense is just not there yet. To like from what I'm seeing, fair. they're not there yet. It's fair. Uh, TCU, it's fair. they're they're going to come in. I mean, number 17 in the country. They're gonna. They're already kind of right there as yeah. it is. But their strong points are defense, not their offense. Yeah. Uh, so I believe it's going to be 21-17. Honestly, I think it's going to be a pretty close, low-scoring game. Okay. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. It's yeah. that definitely it's gonna be a fun game. There's gonna be a lot of eye on that yeah. game. I mean, of course it will. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Karn. I think he's like you guys. I think he's headed in the right direction. It's just a matter of when, not if anymore. Um, yeah. They also yeah. had the most lit spring game. Oh, absolutely. I was gonna say, I think that, that, I think that spring game was the best one I've seen in like the last ten years. It, it was easily. Hat. easily. Um, but and I feel like when they play home games, that's gonna have a very, very tremendous impact. Absolutely. They have a cool stadium. Yeah, I don't know if y'all seen it, but well, Colorado State looks really freaking cool. When uh, Coach McIntyre was there, they redid the stadium to kind of how he wanted it, and it made it a whole big difference for everything. Uh, but one thing I do see that I'm a little bit different about you guys, I don't think the second half is going to be there for Colorado. I think the first half they're going to be sold on Colorado. I think you're going to see at halftime Colorado up, maybe by like three or a touchdown, you know, somewhere around there. 
Um, but then TCU is going to be like, oh crap, we got smacked in the mouth. We got to come back out and smack somebody in the mouth like Georgia did to us last year. That's fair, right? Yeah. And I, I think that's what's going to end up happening. And I think you're going to see it. I, I, I believe halftime scores like 20 to 17, right around that, right? But I think you're going to see all of a sudden TCU is going to be like, all right, that 17 is going to stay in the book, or that 20 is going to stay in the book for you guys, but I'm going to hit you at like 45. So I think it's going to be like a 45 20 score type deal. I, I mean, I mean no, there's really no wrong score. No, there's so many question marks. Yeah. There's so many, and, and it's not even just Colorado, it's on no, the TCU it's, side, too. Exactly. Like, like, there's question marks for one side, there's question marks for the other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, one hand you can predict it being 50 to 7, and then the next <laughs> like hand you like can, five it, five. it can be 17 to 14. I mean, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's really no. It, no limit, no, no, exactly. like top cap to to really predict. Like, yeah. this is going to happen here. This is going to happen here because there's a lot of personnel changes. Yeah, man. Like, especially on one side. And even though TCU, they don't have questions on the defensive side. Obviously, you got the quarterback situation. I mean, it's, it's there's personnel. There's personnel things because we're 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 only talking about the skill part. Yeah. We're not really talking about what happens in the trenches. But say, can, can they protect Shadir for that long? Can they give can him they? that much time? Can they? That's the biggest question mark the about the big, season. Big, well, it's not just the offensive line; it's the defensive line too. The yeah, big, I think yeah. your corners and your defensive backs are solid on both sides. I think your defense on one team is like ten times better than the other, but I think it's the lines for one team that is going to really decide. Okay, yeah. what is the score going to ultimately be? Yeah, you know, and what, what is you want? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go off of this. <clears throat> You're going to tell it's going to be either a blowout for either side because mm-hmm. again, there's really no who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. TCU is established. Yeah, they they have been for a while. It's not that they haven't been. In there, oh, but yeah, both sides do. Both sides do. But from the first snap, for whoever gets the ball, mm-hmm. the first snap off that line, who if it's even pressure, it's gonna be it's gonna be a one. It's gonna be either a field goal or a one score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If one side of the ball is getting pushed back. More. A little bit more than the other side, then you're going to see it start to run away a little bit. Yeah. Now, if you see one just absolutely dominate the other on both sides of the ball, then that's when it's going to be an absolute blow. It's not even close. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, and again, it's, this is going to be one of those games where you're just going to have to see one game. Absolutely. Yeah. So, that's a good transition point to our Sunday night game. You know, we don't have NFL yet. That's next week. So we're in Sunday night college football, okay? We know we have an Alabama fan here. We can't stand LSU. Hate LSU. All right? We got that in the books. Mark that down. I already know who he's picking just by the good words. LSU sucks, huh, baby? I agree with her. LSU is a shit team. <laughs> so we're there, okay? Let us be known, my girlfriend is an absolute Alabama fan. So I just want to point. So that okay, out. we got two Alabama fans <laughs> in the house, two LSU haters in the house. Um, but no, this game is you know the prediction of who's going to win is literally 65-35. You know, sixty-five percent LSU, thirty-five percent Florida State. Um, it is a primetime game, seven thirty ABC Sunday night. So it's a, it's a big thing. 
Big thing. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, but we have one team who I said is not proven yet, personally. I, I think they're the new Miami, honestly. That's FSU. But then you have LSU who did prove a lot last year and had a big change in quarterbacks and coach head coach was a different was coach. Everything was different last year. So it's I think it's I think you're gonna see some differences, but we can go ahead and throw it off to the man who cannot stand LSU, the Alabama Crimson Tide number one fan. More than somebody over there. <laughs> <laughs> LSU's going to try very, very hard to prove themselves this season. But, I mean, LSU, like every other year, they've only, with Joe Burrow, it's been a huge, huge, you know, he, he made the program basically back on the map. Yeah. Like yeah. Joe Burrow just set them up and say, hey, y'all can't really be crap after me. If you are, it's yeah. on you, not me. It's but almost I mean, it's almost like a lot of stages often. I was gonna say it's almost like an AJ McCarron situation with Alabama where it's like yes. we won the title, or we can't be shit anymore. Basically. Yeah. One hundred and ten percent. And then um Joe Burrow just that year alone had one of the most unbelievable Season. Some of his training he did in the offseason was ridiculous. Like that he guy, guys. the guy that that that, and then you see it in his NFL career. Oh, yeah. That guy, that guy's cut from a different cloth. Oh, yeah. And at the time they had Coach O. Coach O himself was cut from a different cloth. Everything that year for them. <laughs> when you could, when, when you could stars make, when everything, yeah, literally. When everything <laughs> could go, like we always talk about whatever, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. What everything came was like that could go right went right that entire year. <laughs> I think and we've only seen that in a handful of teams throughout the whole history of football. One of them being Clemson with Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When everything could go right, it went right. Yeah. One was the 2015 Ohio State team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I knew that was gonna get you, so I had to. I had to pull that one out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. No, you had the 2013 FSU team with uh, when they won it all with Mister Wayne Dolly. Wednesday. You got the crab legs, okay? <laughs> also, and then the. The, the 2007, we were talking about it yesterday when Cam Newton was at Auburn. Yeah, 2010, 2010. I mean, they had the most, they had the most dominant athlete yeah. on one of the most prolific sides of the ball, and he absolutely dominated. And you saw it twice with Florida. You saw it twice with Florida. So I mean, there's you like, saw it, and then you've seen it in the Crimson Tide. You saw it in a bunch. Yeah, like. And there's there's just so many things that went right that year, yeah. and then plus the word the one thing that LSU used to have a lot of trouble with, yeah. they couldn't develop a quarterback. Absolutely, the one thing that those guys right there could do very well of, and yeah. as great as a head coach as Les Miles is, <laughs> even his grass on the sideline. Um, I, really, I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But that was the stupidest. It don't taste right. It tastes like blood. Nothing but variety. But uh, you saw Les Miles. Um, he was a he was a post Nick Saban at LSU. Yeah, yeah. So you had Nick Saban there, and then you end up losing him to the to Cleveland Browns. Or the Dolphins. It was the Dolphins, and then that was very short lived. Oh, that means like a year, year and a half. It wasn't very long. But, you know, he trained under Bill Belichick. That's what made it so much worse. I was like, I was going back to college. I had a horrible mindset as a Patriots. He's a Patriots fan. 
But, geez, what a line that follows. You train under Belichick. Go back to the college. <laughs> Go back to college. <laughs> you have the mindset of, all right, guys, we're up by 35. You fucked up a play. I'm going to rip into you now. Exactly. All right? Your third string? I don't care. Play like your first string. Well, that's how, yeah. <laughs> However, they would be a first string at any other school. I will tell you this, though. Him demanding perfection like that is why they're always going to be. Exactly. That is why a... <laughs> <laughs> it's laughable. Last year he went 10 and 2 and people thought that they were written off. <laughs> how, how good you gotta be for everybody to be like, oh, they lost two games this year. That's the end of the Alabama era. <laughs> There's a school that goes 7 and 5 as the best record in 15 years. And <laughs> <laughs> we're over here talking about is this the end of Alabama? Like the world is gonna end because they lost two hard fought games. <laughs> Not they won 10 football games. There's people that are in the top 25 that now I guarantee won't win 10 football games. Yeah, I think one of them. Sorry, I pulled that one out too. All right, so let <laughs> get back to it. You have Florida State winning? I have, um, It's. I think it's going to be relatively close. I think it's going to be, I suppose, I mean, I know LSU has a good defense. They always have a good defense. They have a good quarterback this year, too. Florida yes. State. Returning from last year. I'm going to go 35-28. Florida, Florida State. State on top. It's going to be close, but I think Florida State's going to just grind out that last bit. Uh, the 30, what did you say? 35-28. Okay. All right. We know where Dakota's at a little bit. He's in between. Uh, <laughs> he might be smelling LSU grass as well. <laughs> no, 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 It's sweet, sweet smell. And then the funny thing is he went to Kansas and did the same stupid thing. <laughs> picked up grass and he <laughs> couldn't win a damn game, but he picked up grass and hit. There's just something that's just like... <laughs> You just see it say, dude, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it like things work out. You're like, all right, maybe I should do that. Am I doing something wrong with my life? Do I smell the grass? It's just like when James won the uh, 2013 and then he goes and steals crab legs. You're like, damn, should I steal crab legs? Too? I mean, like, do I become a better person by stealing crab legs? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Tell me. Poor James, man, crab legs are expensive. <laughs> 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 That's tough, but I, I'm I'm gonna keep the same score, but I'm just gonna flip them. Yeah. That that that's that's how I'm that's how I'm going. Okay. I got LSU with the same score. Just flip. Yep. Just flip. How about you? I hate to do this, brother, but keep your day job. So uh, LSU is gonna go out there he this says weekend. It's like you just won Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Florida State to me, I like Florida State. I want them to play well. I just do not have. I don't have faith in Jordan Travis. I don't have faith in him at all. He's been so inconsistent throughout his whole career. I like. I like. I want to like the kid. I do. Uh, it's just there's so much inconsistencies with him. Um, I believe the special teams is going to have a really big part in this game, um, especially on the return game, because uh, Florida State's always been known to have a very good return game. 
always have. LSU. One of the best returners is the head coach for Colorado. That's what, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what real I mean, hey, hey, did you see what he talked about the other day? They asked him, like, so are you mad that you didn't get the FSU job? He didn't reply to anything. He went on Twitter, sent a guy a reply on uh, CBS we listened to it yep. yesterday, and he was like, basically, just shut up the hell up without saying no, shut he the was, hell up. He was like, he did I, a cryptic I, message. Yeah, he, he was like, I didn't graduate from Florida State, so they're not my team. He goes, I got my degree from HBCU. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. That's what he's saying. He went to Florida State, and in three years, he was in out. the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. So, he was pissed that he didn't get that. Yeah, that, that was I funny. Think, I that was really funny. Should they, should they have given him the job? Probably. Overnight, Mike Novell. Yeah. Mike Novell has improved shit. No. He's been there for I, I don't yeah. like I do not like Mike Norvell. So you're taking LSU. I'm taking I'm taking LSU. I think Jaden Dionis goes out there and has a very good opening this, this mm-hmm. season. Um, so I'm gonna take LSU. Um, I'm probably gonna say it's gonna be a 28 to 14 game. Wow, low scoring. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a very high scoring game. Well, that's where I think you're wrong. So, um, keep your name. Draw four. <laughs> Reverse. I quit. <laughs> Skip a turn. Nah. Uh, I'm born walk. You pay your mortgage and your house. <laughs> That's it. Um, I, I'm high on LSU. I really like Jaden Daniels. I, he's like one of my favorite quarterbacks. Even when he was at Arizona State, I, I really was high on him back then too. Under her uh, members. Yeah, under her members. Under her members. Yeah. So that, that, that's why I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he had great teaching. Like almost not professors even like just students of the game that were teaching him. So he became a better student of the game. He had one of the, I mean, I know he's not there anymore, but if there is a guy to learn anything about the game of football from. Who's been at almost every Who's been at top. every single level yeah. and has worked from the ground up at <clears throat> every single yeah. level. And who has been an analyst of it too. As a coach, mm-hmm. everywhere, you can't find almost a better teacher no, no you definitely not. You you There's like maybe a handful of people in the whole country that are like at his level, yeah. and, that's, and that's my personal opinion. But I'm not sold on Florida State. Like I said earlier, I think they're the new Miami, where they're too hyped and they're not there yet. Um, it could be a year. It could be maybe at the end of the season they're there, but just don't know yet. Uh, where you have Jane Daniels, who's been proven as a great quarterback. You have a great coach that came from Notre Dame. Um, it's Notre Dame. <laughs> 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 what are we doing, Notre Dame? No, we lose at Notre Dame. We don't win. We lose. I'm we not like a Notre Dame fan. Losing is fun. But I do think he's a great coach, and I think he did prove something that he could transition his his style of play to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I, I think you're going to see LSU really with a dominant game, and I believe it's going to be like more like 45-21 type deal. I think that they're just too big, too much to handle. And I know people are saying like, oh. FSU has a great run game, they have a great throwing game, their defense will smack you in the mouth, whatever. But we haven't seen them yet. The problem is also... We haven't seen them do anything yet. I mean, fuck, so, fuck yeah. LSU, but it's an SEC school. Oh, exactly. SEC, exactly. Yeah. SEC always... I mean, you, you can say all, all the years you want. SEC versus any other conference is a lot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a big SEC school like in Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, it's... I mean, even Kentucky, it's like, hey... Welcome to our conference. How do you like to take it? Yeah. Over or sunny side up? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, that's literally what happens. Yeah, no, every absolutely. year. I mean, look at TCU and Georgia. TCU's like, ah, oh, we did good. Georgia's like, did you? 
Yeah. I want to show you something. It's called a it's called an ass whooping. You're gonna receive it whether you care or don't care. Yeah. Have fun with that. So let me let me ask you guys this. This is too hot. Uh, last last thing before we go, guys. Way too early picks for winning the whole thing. You're Bama, I guarantee it. You Bama to a certain extent. I mean, we're gonna have to see how our fucking defense is because every year our defense is great. And you're like, wow, we fucking suck at the secondary like every fucking year. <laughs> so I wouldn't even say it's the defense over there. <clears throat> I'd say it's gonna be how how the quarterback plays. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. I Truthfully, mean, I mean, the only reason the, being is because. There's going to be – how are you going to make pressure throws? Well, I think that's all good. Because, I mean, who's the I starter? Was, I was also no, listening – The is probably going to be the guy from last year. Yeah, yeah I like he him is, a lot. He's Derrick Henry, but with actually somewhat of an arm. If he worked any in the postseason, like offseason, which you're playing with Nick Saban. I'm pretty sure he did a lot of fucking work. If yeah. not, Nick Saban's sitting there with, like, you know – that's why you're not just saying <laughs> you're gonna fuck up. I have two other guys that are ready to play besides you. I will coach them better than you if you don't want to play. Yeah, get the yeah. hell out. Yeah, exactly. Like it's and he he runs like Derrick Henry, which yeah. is disturbing as a quarterback. Yeah, he's like what Jalen Hurts was, but could be even better. But we don't know. So, so you have Alabama, Georgia as your two teams that could win it. Georgia is. Georgia is, just has that damn dog in them. I mean, they are the dog, anyways. <laughs> they are the definition of the dog. Georgia's Dakota, who do you got for your like overall? This is the gonna be my team to team to win. I mean, it's it's hard to go against the, the two. Aaron just said. I mean, yeah. it's always it, like when you when you have a team that has proved it year in and year out for over a decade. It's hard to go against. And who's done it for half a decade they, now? <laughs> they've done. Alabama has done this for a very, very, very long time. Like, when and it was under Nick Saban or Bear Bryant or in between, they were still I doing mean, it. Really, they, <laughs> yeah, you have two of the well, one's the greatest college coach ever, and the oh. other one surpassed him. Yeah. It's the one he surpassed to be the, the greatest great. college coach Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. And then it, it's hard. And then you get, you know. <clears throat> the job that Kirby Smart has done with Georgia. It's it. Yeah. Un- unthinkable. Unbelievable. Wow. Who was also under Nick Saban. And the first guy that, to ever beat that. First guy to ever beat Nick ever. Saban has a disgusting record yeah. against people he's coached with. I think like, was it one in a hundred and something? It's or two in a hundred and something? It's a stupid yeah. number that shouldn't be possible. Like Nick yeah. Saban's like, I'll coach you, it'll be great. By the way, I know everything I taught you, and I can adjust that as I play you. Good luck. (laughs) The only difference is, is this: I mean, when it came to Georgia, they were they were battles. But I mean, it's just the job that Kirby Smart's done over there, and plus with also having the number one quarterback in the nation this year to run your offense, who is who is obviously. I mean, Stetson Bennett did a great job there. And I never fall and, – and here's my thing on this. I never fall – because staying in Stetson Bennett, just maybe go back to it. I never fall athletes for wanting to play college sport longer than four years if given the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Those four years, from being a college baseball player, <clears throat> those four years – are some of the best four years you'll ever have in your life. And once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. You can't get them back. Right. And so if you have the opportunity to go back, unfortunately COVID and fortunately COVID was able to do that for athletes 
to let them go back and yeah. keep reliving the experience yeah. that you only get once in an entire lifetime yeah. if you get to have it. Yeah. So the only way you're going to get that is if you're a coach. I mean, it's still not the same at that it's point. It's not because you're 20, 30 years older than yeah. the guys below you. Like, I'm going to get on the field. I'm going to break a hip. <laughs> on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be like a Meyer and party with them. Unless you're that 50 year old uh, like running back at <laughs> Upstate. I don't know if you guys heard about yeah. that. About five, ten years ago, there was a guy who wanted to play college football with his son. He never played. He never went to college. Never played uh, outside of his high school career. Nothing. Ended up going on to USC ups, no, USC State, and um, played. Was the oldest running back to ever play the game of college football. And he, he was rushing like total for that year was like 150, 200 yards, something like that. But still set records and oh, yeah. everything. So. You know, but, that, yeah, I mean, but then Stetson Bennett did a great job over there. Yeah. Um, and then now with the quarterback that they have now in there this year, it's more dangerous. Yeah, it, it really is. is. It really is. Because, I mean, even if he doesn't perform that well, same situation, same situation, even if he doesn't perform that well, there is so much more around him that can make him no, even no. look better. Like, especially the running backs. Sure, they lost the number one running back yeah. recruit, but dog, they have like two or three guys that were hurt last year. Yeah. Who wants to prove something? All right, guys, let's do some running back. I drugs. think I think you can only say that about four teams in the whole country. You can't. I think I think Georgia's one, Alabama's one. You got Ohio State, who's one who just recruits like crazy. Yeah. And then now you have LSU. Ever since the 2019 season, they've been starting to get back to that way. They so, started, you started to see the LSU of old. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, that grit. So we got Georgia, Alabama, Georgia, Alabama. How about you? Uh, I might surprise y'all a little bit with this one. Uh, Georgia's obviously their number one. I mean, they've got so much depth this year, and their quarterback, he doesn't even have to play good. Like, he can play average, and they're still going to beat everybody. Yeah. The problem is, I feel like he's going to play good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's a scary part. going to get scary. I, I mean, they don't, they don't, he doesn't have to play great. But, um, honestly, my, my other team is, uh, I'm looking at Ohio State. And me not being a big Ohio State guy, yeah. um, I'm not very big on them. I don't like Ron Day very much. But I think what he's done this year with that team, uh, he's got two five-star quarterbacks that are phenomenal. He has wide receivers up the wide receiver He's got up the, the best wide receiver in the country. I'm about to say. So, I think Ohio, His dad was pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> His dad was pretty good. We can ask the man and family about that. You know, ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring, banana. <laughs> I think they did pretty well. I think, I think, well, one, one, their dad did really well. And two... <laughs> Junior's gonna have a whole career. Yeah, Junior's about three inches taller than his dad, <laughs> which is scary. Looks <laughs> just like him. It's scary. No. Plays just like him. Everything. So I think Ohio State's definitely gonna be able to make a run this year yeah. in Georgia. Um, I don't know if Ohio State beats Georgia, uh, but I do think you'll see them in the national championship. Now I'm gonna surprise y'all with this, um, and I want to. I'm gonna change this a little bit. My sleeper for this year that I'm gonna see in the college playoff, and I think they'll go pretty far, is Utah. I think there's always one team yeah. every year that's kind of like mid-pack and like you don't really expect and everything. Right. I, and once it changes to that 12 team, you're going to see a lot more of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. will. And, and, and that's where I feel like it's not going to surprise me as long as they stay on this track record. Yeah. And they, next year they will. 12 team playoff. Next year they'll be – I almost – I, I feel like you can almost guarantee they'll be in that top 12. It's just a matter that's of how exactly, high up are they going to be. That's exactly what I'm thinking. But yeah. even if they come in at 12, 
Yeah, they exactly. have a chance to win the whole thing because playoff momentum is a lot different than regular season. Absolutely. Momentum. Yeah, so absolutely. like, it, it, and, and it's just yeah. that twelve team playoff. It would not surprise me to see Utah win the national championship in the year two. Because you're gonna have so many guys either sitting out, like we were talking about yesterday, either sitting out and because they're like, oh, I got the NFL next year. Why do I want to play four more games or three more games or whatever? Um, but when you put a national championship on the line, then that's the other thing. Yeah, so you, it's like okay, it's a lot. Just, it's a lot. Different. But then you can see a lot more injuries. That's you may, you may not. Here's no, yeah. That, I mean, but you're, here's you're my thing: college season by four games at least. But here's my thing: when you put something like a championship on the line, odds are you're going to have players that that yes, they want to play at the next level. But they could play at the next level and never get to a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Absolutely. They could play at a school right now. Fitzpatrick never went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. The bearded magician. Exactly. So <laughs> you can but you can but you can look at it right now and it being twelve, it's like oh man, we can win a championship. Mm-hmm. Just at this point up. at this point it's whatever happens happens. Yeah. Like when you put championship, just that word alone, mm-hmm. changes a lot of minds. It changes a lot of minds of the guys that are in it. it it's easy to be on the outside looking in, yeah. and you can analyze that there could be more injuries. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, there could be. be, but on the flip side, it's like, well, maybe it gets more interesting. Maybe it gets less exactly. interesting. To those players, they don't care. No, absolutely. Yeah. The only thing that they see at the end of the day is being hold is being able to stand on top of the top of the world and getting a ring, and that's all that matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely can see that. Too. I mean, I can, I can highly see that happening. You know? Yeah, I, I can see like Utah winning the next year type thing. Um, I'm with there you. will be a na- with the twelve team club. There will be a national champion that you will, you will see. That isn't in that top five, but they're a very good football program, and they put the world on notice. I, I feel like you can see that with a lot of like these power six schools, uh, like Tulane. If that was happened to be this year, I think you can see like somebody like that sneak in and easily clap some cheeks real quickly mm-hmm. um, because they're not expected; they're just there. It's like the Cincinnati of a couple of years ago. They could have had that run if it was a twelve team playoff team. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm. I'm with you on this season. I think you can see Georgia or even Alabama and then Ohio State. But then I feel like you can see if they can all stay healthy. You can see I'm, – I'm high – I hate LSU, but I'm high on LSU this year. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, they it have that team. Sense. They have that team this year. So those are my four teams. And, and again, every team that has been named has – they all have the right personnel. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, and they, they have proven head coaches. It's about time. It's, timely it's just who can – Timely. It's all yeah. about time. Well, and I think this year you have one guy on the hot seat, specifically Ryan Day, because he's lost two years in a row to, uh, after his first season the biggest, against Michigan. The biggest arrival. They've yeah. lost the game twice. Like they've lost they, they, the game yeah. twice. Twice. And it's not even like close. And, and if you look back in the day, bad. it used to be like if you lost two or three times, you were fired. It didn't matter how good of a coach you could have won the national championship that year. If you didn't win that game, you were fired. From Michigan, yeah. From Michigan side, they did that with Charlie Weiss. They did that with guys pre that. They did it on Ohio State side after Woody Hayes. So I mean, like you had guys that were getting fired left and right just because they weren't winning that game. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see that on the hot seat this year, especially 
him or even Jim Harbaugh because Jim Harbaugh is in that seat with all the recruiting crap that keeps coming out year after year with him. Yeah. That this is the Not second time, man, second time in three years where he's had a self-imposed by Michigan sitting out for three games, four games, whatever it's been. So, but um, but that's also the problem though. Harbaugh also has so much pull in Michigan. Exactly. If they let him go, they would lose so much money. They would. Absolutely. Yeah. They would lose a ton of players. They, they would have to have somebody like Coach Prime come in there. They would have to have somebody like you know to that. They would have to have some notoriety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have to. They would have to have that pedigree to come in and replace him. No, who else is there left? There isn't. There isn't one. So that's the other. No one wants to go coach in Michigan. No, I want to be in the cold, but I'll tell you another team that even though like year in and year out, you know, they have the stipulation on, um, but Notre Dame, Sam Hartman this year. Sam Sam Hartman looks great. He he could take that team and take them to the playoffs. So not only that, they got a great head coach. Yeah. In two years, he's, in changed two years he's, he's changed the dynamic of how that program is. Especially he's a player's coach. He's a great recruiter. Yeah. And he wins the transfer portal a lot. Like he when wins it comes the to transfer him, portal. And, it's just, wins it. and it's unbelievable. And do I see him winning it all? No. But I do see them being a, a very a, a team that, that does make a run. A non-surprising team that could make a run for, for that matter. Just mm-hmm. because... Of, they have to push oh, around. Uh, uh, yeah, they really do. They have three running backs that can play. They have four wide receivers that can easily switch. And the thing about their four wide receivers is each one can play the slot. They can play wide. They can play you know t- tight end. They, they all and they have height. They have everything. Their line is they're utility players. skill players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the best way to like. I feel like that's the best way to put it. You got utility skill players, so where you can put one in the slot, then you can put one in a half back set. Yeah. And then you can have one as an extra blocker as a tight end. It's like you can you can interchange you those positions. Yeah. And um, I think it was a very smart move for Sam Hartman to transfer over to Notre Dame, opposed to going to the league. Yeah, well, I it, was, mean, it was between there for him, and it was also he was looking at uh, Oklahoma. Those were the two schools. He, he made a better choice. So, yeah, Oklahoma's lost their quarterback. You thinks because well, and you know Lincoln Oklahoma. Riley. So this is something that not many people realize. Lincoln Riley was an East Coast guy. Coaching as an offensive coordinator under Ruffin McNeil at ECU. Yeah, he was there for a while. So when, as soon as Ruffin McNeil got when, fired, when went we straight to Oklahoma. On UNC. Yeah. yeah, he went straight from Ruffin McNeil when he got fired. Went straight to Oklahoma and was the defense coordinator there because Lincoln Riley was trying to pay it back to him. Yeah. So now he's at UVA. Ruffin McNeil is the defense coordinator there. So, and then also, um, if USC figures out that defense. They they could Good be a luck. team to beat, yeah. They could Good be luck. a team to beat. They're, they're gonna have one of the best offenses. They got the best sure. quarterback in the country. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's not even close. Yeah. Killed one Heisman last year, and right now, and then in the first game, looked way better than what he did last year. Yeah. It's just that defense against and it's, it's, and, you know, and it's tough. <laughs> and it's tough to say that yeah. because of how many plays that he made last year that you're like, how did this even yeah. yeah, and then he's doing that again this year. They figure out the defense, and all that kid cares about too is winning. Oh, he doesn't right. care right. how he. That's why he transferred. The only <laughs> thing that he cares about is winning. Yeah, that's why. He like last year, he went up and got the Heisman Trophy. And he goes, "This is great, but the guys that are, but the guys that are here get to play in the playoffs next week." Yeah. That's the first. Thing he's he's, he's like, like, "I'm not, I'm not there ever." So he said, "I'm not there." <laughs> Two I'm not years ago, hasn't been there. So. Like that's just, <laughs> yeah. you can't teach. 
that kind of mentality for, for a quarterback. When you got a quarterback that just wants to win, it's yeah. just hunger. And, and, and that's and you see that you see that in Patrick Mahomes, you see that in Joe Burrow, you see that in Josh Allen, you see that in like these guys who are making it to the NFL and consistently yeah, in the championship, championship games. Even NFC, like Jalen Hurts is there. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts' mindset is already there. I think you got guys that like who were there forever, like Tony Romo, who just didn't have that mentality. He played for Dallas. That was the problem. Oh, that, yeah. too. that too. That too. But as well as mystery relevant. Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was just mystery relevant coming out of co- out of high school too. He, he had no two for two, two baby. <laughs> what? He only had one. I'll you wrong. I'll prove you wrong. I'll prove you wrong. He only had one offer at Iowa State. That was it. The guy played. The whole rest of the championship game with a busted up elbow, with, a, with needing Tommy John, yeah. and trying to throw passes with his left arm. Oh, that guy can play quarterback Gosh. for me every day. Gosh! And on that note, thank you for joining us on our first live edition of the Midweek Breakdown, hosted by the Athletes Table. Make sure y'all tune in to the Savannah Bananas game tonight and watch our man Dakota seven o- over here. Seven o'clock YouTube TV. Seven o'clock. Tune in. It's been great being on here again. Be able to watch some college football this weekend. Yep. Tune in. Also, if you can, go on the podcast, leave a comment of what, whose scores make the most sense. I like that. Every I like or or don't make sense. Yeah. We'll, we'll argue. Sense. Who's an idiot? <laughs> we're the guys that like to argue, so it's all good. Yeah. I have no problem with that yeah. at all. Even if, you're, even if one of us is wrong, we keep arguing, even if we know we're wrong. So it's okay. <laughs> I'm, that guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I can do that. I and did that with teachers in high school. I can do it with professors in college. And I can do it here with four other guys. And if you want to see more of this, let us know. Yeah. It was actually really fun. Man. Absolutely. I, I I'm glad we did this. this. And we also got to give a shout out. Second episode with being a new guy. Yeah.